So now we're going to uh, dig into the word today. The message is Jesus heals. Make no mistake about that. Okay. And so we'll look into the word and learn about that today. So if you have your Bibles today, please turn to the book of Luke. Chapter 7, verse 22. Now, to lay the stage here, <clears throat> John the Baptist has been, he's been uh, arrested. Uh, Jesus is uh, going through the land, uh, performing miracles everywhere. Uh, he comes upon a widow who has a son who's already dead. And he's in a coffin. The coffin is open. Jesus comes to the coffin and tells the man to arise. And he wakes up. He speaks to everyone. And you can imagine, right? Everyone knows that Jesus is God because who can do this, right? But John, John's in prison now about to have his head cut off. He doesn't know that. He's very worried. And his faith wavers a bit. And so he sends two of his disciples to ask Jesus, are you the one? Are you the Messiah? Or are we to wait for someone else? And this is Jesus' answer, reading from verse 22. Jesus answers and says to them, Go and tell John the things you have seen and heard, that the blind see, the lame walk, the leopards are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the poor have the gospel preached to them. You see, brothers and sisters. So it's very important to know who heals you. If you've been prayed for, if, if you have experienced a miracle, okay? I have. God performed a miracle. Jesus healed me of terminal cancer. Praise God. Praise God. Now I was diagnosing when I was 27 years old, and I'm an old man now. But I praise Jesus. Jesus, my brothers and sisters. And I, we, will, uh, we will look some more into this right now, right? So with that, if you have your Bibles, and if you don't, just write the Scriptures down, but I always put the Scriptures in the description, so you can go back and look at them, uh, test the Spirit, see what, I, if what I'm saying is true. And then preach to your friends, your family members, your strangers. Bring them to Christ. Show them the power of Jesus. Amen? Amen. So now we're reading from the book of Acts, chapter 9, verses 32 through 35. And it reads, Now it came to pass as Peter, and let me lay the stage, I apologize, but Jesus has already been crucified, buried, and arose for you and me for our sins. And now the Lord has given the disciples, the apostles, 
double the spirit. And so they go out to the land to preach repentance to the people and, um, and perform miracles, but they're not doing it. Jesus is. And this passage will prove that to you, brothers and sisters. So reading verse 32. Now it came to pass, as Peter went through all the parts of the country, that he also came down to the saints who dwelt in Lydda. There he found a certain man named Aeneas, who had been bedridden eight years and was paralyzed. And Peter said to him, Aeneas, Jesus the Christ heals you. Arise and make your bed. Then he arose immediately. So all who dwelt in Lydda and Sharon saw him and turned to the Lord. See, brothers and sisters, Jesus is the one that heals you today, that can heal you today, whether it's spiritually or physically or mentally. He's the one that heals. Praise God, in Jesus' name. So now the second passage we'll read is in the book of Luke, chapter 17. And we'll read uh, 11 through 18. And it reads, Now it happened, this is Jesus. Now it happened as he went to Jerusalem that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. Then as he entered a certain village, there met him ten men who were leopards, who stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. So when he saw them, he said to them, Go, show yourselves to the priests. And so it was, as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them went, and he saw that he was healed and returned with a loud voice, glorifying God. Praise God. You see, when you get healed, you've got to praise him. You've got to praise Jesus, brothers and sisters. And he fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. And Samaritans, they didn't really get along well with the Jews and vice versa. And Jesus came, he said, for the Jews first. But here is the Samaritan. And so Jesus answered and said, Were there not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? Were there not any found who returned to give glory to God except this foreigner? You see, brothers and sisters, if you have received healing from our Lord and Savior Jesus, you got to praise His name. You got to share it. Bless Him by praising His name, right? You know, so many times I'll look on Facebook, I'll watch TV, and somebody has received a miracle. And I'm, my ears are perked up. I want to hear them praise Jesus. Sometimes I hear nothing. Sometimes I'll hear, well, I give, I give glory to God. Um, I pray to God. What God? Buddha? Muhammad? Let the people know it's Jesus, brothers and sisters. You understand? The only way to the Father is through Jesus. 
The only way to salvation and live forever is through Jesus. We pray in the name of Jesus. We're baptized in the name of Jesus and we're healed in the name of Jesus. Jesus is the one who heals us, brothers and sisters. So let the world know. Don't be ashamed of him. Remember, we learned last week, if you're ashamed of him, he'll be ashamed of you when you go to meet the Father. You don't want that. Amen? Amen. Now, I want to show you something. In Matthew, Jesus tells us in chapter 11, verse 20 and 21, that he, he began to rebuke the cities in which most of his mighty works had been done because they did not repent. Remember what repent means? We learned last week that in Acts 2.38, it says, those who believe and are baptized in the name of Jesus and repent shall receive the Holy Spirit. And that's the only way to get saved is to have the Holy Spirit. He says, if you don't have the Holy Spirit, you're not His, right? All right, so here He's rebuking these cities because all these miracles are done, yet they didn't repent. They didn't change their sinful ways and live for Jesus. And this is what he tells them. He says, Woe to you, Chorazins! Woe to you, Bethsaida! For if the mighty works which were done in you had been done in Tyre and in Sidon, they would have repented long ago in sackcloth and ashes. But I say to you, it will be more tolerable for Tyre and Sidon in the day of judgment than for you. What he's telling them is it's going to be more painful for them in hell. You see, the scripture is clear. If you don't believe in Jesus Christ as your Savior, you're already condemned. You go to hell. I know someone I used to work with. Really, a woman that appeared to have a great heart. But there was no way that I could ever speak to her about Jesus. She refused. Something happened in her life, and there's no way she was going to accept Jesus. Now, uh, unfortunately, because of that unbelief, if she dies in that state and she does not change, she's going to go to hell. And the Bible's clear. Everyone that goes to hell is cast into the midst of the fire where the worm doesn't die, which is the soul. For eternal torment and punishment, the scripture says, day and night, pain and suffering. There's no end to it. And it's forever and ever. Right? I used to work in a court setting. There was a man named Akala. Rodney Akala. He, he was a serial killer. He killed a little 12-year-old little girl from Huntington Beach and then went on to torture and kill women. They don't know how many. He too is going to be in the lake of fire. Right? But you see, some are going to have more pain and suffering. It, the hot fire is going to be hotter. The torture is going to be hotter. But no way, it doesn't matter. It's still, they're both there, right? 
So what it's saying here is those miracles were done and they still didn't repent. And brothers and sisters, this generation is no different. Everyone has heard of someone who had a miracle, has watched TV where someone has had a miracle, or they themselves, as I testified today, has had a miracle. You understand? So it's going to be worse for us than even Sodom and Gomorrah. The next two verses talks about how a couple other cities see the miracles. And it says Sodom and Gomorrah would have been in existence. They would have repented that God would not have rained fire on them if that had happened. So you have no excuse, brothers and sisters. If you're listening to this message and you're not saved, you haven't repented and gave your life to Jesus 100%. Today's the day to do it. Do it now. Things are happening around here. Jesus is getting ready to return and take his church up to heaven because we are not appointed to the wrath, brothers and sisters. That tribulation is going to be terrible. You want to be on that boat. You want to be flying in heaven, rejoicing with our Lord and Savior, having the wedding feast. Well, it's terrible down here. You understand? So make the mature decision and give your life to Jesus today. And if you fell into the prodigal son or daughter, you want to recommit your life to Jesus? Both cases, just bow your heads with me and repeat after me. Dear Heavenly Father, we humbly come before your throne to thank you for sending your son Jesus to die us a crucifixion death for my sins. And then arise. And we pray, Father, that you forgive us for our sins. And the sins we've done that we don't know what they are. Please help us to renew our minds. To be worthy to receive the Holy Spirit. And I pray that you renew my mind completely and renew my heart from a stony heart to a pure, loving, circumcised heart. And please fill me with your Holy Spirit and write my name in the book of life and seal me for the day of redemption. Wash me with the blood of Jesus. Your will always be done, Lord. Not mine. We pray this in the precious name of Jesus. Yeshua. Amen. Amen, brothers and sisters. You may have heard me say Yeshua there. That's how you say Jesus in Hebrew. And praise God if, if you are saved today.